Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Advertech Printing, and School Photographers of America. Hello again and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Today we're joined by Steve Bazagani from Philadelphia, and he has an interesting business called The Appreciation Advocate. So hi, Steve. How are you today? Hey, what's going on, Gary? Great to be on. So Steve, before we get into your your current uh, business, let's talk a little bit about your career journey because it's very, it sounds to me like it's very entrepreneurial and you're somewhat of a good go-getter. Yeah, for sure. So I actually, (laughs) I started into, uh, I went to college. I was, um, I went as an accounting major and um, I thought that was what I wanted to do. It was the, uh, the safe choice, the secure choice that everyone told me to do. So I got into that. Um, I had my first internship and realized I wanted to absolutely not do this. And I, like I was saying before, I, uh, I tell a lot of people, I, I went to college to learn what I didn't want to do for a living. <laughs> and I went to, I went to school for accounting, but never touched it. So I went there and I sat through classes, um, realizing like, what can I do? It was basically, where's my escape plan? I went, I went to college looking for an escape plan. <laughs> so I went and I, I finally found out that, uh, uh, a real estate was a good way to, you didn't require a ton of prerequisites to get into. Um, and you could, but you could also make a good income in your first year. So I, if you work hard enough, so I was like, all right, junior year ends and I get into real estate, um, and start making some decent money before I even graduate. So senior year was, I'm a ghost. I'm literally there in human form just to get the degree from mom, but I'm out outside of that. I am, you know, my head is in books looking for real estate deals and things like that. So scouring mm-hmm. the internet. And so you were flipping properties and rehabbing things and so you were yes. you weren't a full-blown realtor at the time. No, I wasn't. I was flipping houses, buying like these crap hole houses and then flipping them with, you know, making them all nice. But I got out of that because one, I saw how hard the real estate agents were working and I said, I can do your job better than you can. So I'm going to go get my license. And then two, I didn't like to babysit contractors. It was really, really hard to do that. Right. Um, And it was a long, long, long payoff. So like Mm -hmm. it took like six to months to a year to just get paid for one transaction versus if you were a real estate agent, you could sell a house and be done and get paid in a month. Right. And that was a lot quicker than that. So I got into that. And then what happens is after I, I was, I've always been huge on relationships. Like, and I mean, like really into relationships. I feel like a lot of small businesses um, will say, yeah, I'm all about the relationships. And then they'll give someone like a gift card, which will get mm-hmm. lost in a drawer or not spent. Right. I mean, statistically there every year, I think there's like $4 billion in gift cards that are not spent. So it's right. not really, there's not a whole ton of thought into it, but like, I really want to, I give my customers, like I used to give some of my clients personalized cut co scissors, things like, like, well, really high end items and things like that. So right. like what I get into is, um, I get into, I start calling these gifting companies to try to like really start automating this gifting process. And it turns out that, you know, some of these companies require 10,000, $20,000 just upfront for the consulting fee. That's before mm-hmm. you even buy the gifts, before you mm-hmm. even buy any kind of sh- shipping or customization. And it's like with the boxes and I'm like, this is off limits to like most small businesses, like the normal mom and pop average Joe's. So I need to, and I want to build something like that. So that's where I started this company appreciation advocate. I was like, well, we can do this for the small business owner. We don't cost a five figure number. I mean, we barely cost the four figure number (laughs) to work with us. So it's like, 
now we can start automating the process and give that uh, that ability to small business owners everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the, and that's basically the mission and the vision there. So, what type of gifts are you talking about? Because that can, like you said, it could range from a lot of different things, from a you know a custom piece of glassware or a plant or something. Uh, yeah. What kind of price range, I guess, or what are you talking about? Uh, the price range that I would tell you that to do to start with, I would say probably try to spend at least a hundred dollars a gift mm-hmm. at a minimum. But right. you don't have to go crazy and give people gifts every month. Right. Like I would tell you maybe like two to four gifts a year that mm-hmm. really hit home, make an impact. Like I have a mentor of mine. He gave mm-hmm. me a pair of Cutco scissors seven years ago. And here mm-hmm. I am in 22, 2022 talking about these scissors still because I still have them and because mm-hmm. they were so good. But like there's a really, really important part to the gifting process. And it's this is there's a difference between a promotion and a gift. Right. The promotion is a focus on the giver. Like you give somebody something with your logo on it or your brand, that's about you. You're promoting right. something. The gift is about the recipient, like custom to them. Like right. if I were like if I was giving you a gift, I would give you something that's like, you know, something really cool says like Dead Pixel Society on it. Like it wouldn't be about appreciation advocate. Like that really? you would like you wouldn't want right. some kind of like t-shirt with appreciation advocate across the back, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that would, you would probably some, something about you. So that's a, a very important difference that a lot of businesses fail to make mm-hmm. um, distinction. And there's like six or seven other criteria there, but I, I you know, for yeah. purposes of time, I'll save you on, on that. Well, you know, that's a very interesting point. Cause like, like I said, a lot of the promotional materials you see, like you say, you know, they're, they're a pen with the real estate company's name on it or something like that. And they're oh, basically God. expecting you to, <laughs> promote their business for them yes. basically you're basically yeah. using your customers for that purpose as opposed to you know uh showing appreciation for their business yeah and and that's that drives me up a wall to watch that and even even as a real estate agent i mean i was in an office once um that had 400 agents in it i used to watch settlements they'd show up the settlement with a bottle of champagne it's like they're gonna drink that and they're gonna forget about you mm, <laughs> that's so right funny. like a gift makes an impression so whenever we are in marketing we want to make impressions. That's the whole goal of marketing is to make an impression. So right. if you give somebody something like food or a one-time event, like you go to do something, it makes one impression one time. Right. And that's it. The other 364 days a year, they're not thinking of you. Right. So that's why you got to give somebody that's like, these gifts have to be something they see every day, something that's useful, something that's uh, of good quality mm-hmm. um, and something that's about them. Right. So like, like I said, I keep going back to the scissors um, because that fits all of us. Like Cutco is a great company for that. And mm-hmm. I, you can, you know, that's what I, I do recommend them for some gifting things, but we have other vendors too, that we use that mm-hmm. like um, they have like um, CNC machines and they make these really cool personal Christmas ornaments. It's all about the family. Like we have all kinds of cool stuff. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's actually that was one of the other things we talked about before it started was sort of, you know, the, the, the peak period for your, business actually isn't the fourth quarter which for our audience is the peak period so talk me yes. a little bit about the the philosophy of you know business to business gift giving you know not during the hot gift giving period what's the theory there well so all right so i'll start off with a question here what does your kitchen table look like right now it's, with, yeah, you have it's a full of crap a full of no, stuff. it's actually quite <laughs> clean right now, but I but I know where you're going. 
Yeah. So it's got a bunch of like most people's kitchen tables at this point, they have a bunch of stuff from work. Their bosses are giving them stuff. Their friends are sending gifts. There's a bunch of stuff all over the table or the countertop or wherever. So if you give a gift at this time of year, it's just going to go into the mosh pit that's already there and it's not going to really stand out. So I tell us like we were, yeah, like before the call here, like when we get, um, like once Thanksgiving hits, we really tell people we don't, we were not, we don't allow our clients to send any gifts between Thanksgiving and the end of the year because you're just not going to stand out. There's mm. people, not only are you not going to stand out in their house, but people's minds aren't even present. They're too busy thinking about a million different other things. Right. Now, a gift shows up in the middle of, at the end of January or the middle of March or mm. the middle of July. They're like, why the heck did I get this? Like, it's going to be like, it's a, it's a smack in the face. Right. <laughs> it's like, wow, what a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's shock and awe factor. And that's just like a whole nother level of attention. So like, I have this thing, um, like when it comes to impressions, like the best impressions are made early on mm-hmm. and then they repeat. So constantly right. make repeated and early impressions. So do you escalate the quality of the gift based on how long you've had the relationship or is it pretty much around that price? I do. Point? One of two ways. So it depends. Like sometimes, like if we're doing a bulk order for somebody, what we'll do is they'll do, maybe they're going to buy gifts for their top 25 clients Mm -hmm. and they might be getting the clients all the same thing, but the personalization for each one will be different. Mm -hmm. So that'll be one, like you could do it that way, which is like, I want to spend a certain dollar amount per client. Mm -hmm. Um, That's fine. But what we could also do is you could say, Hey, I got my top 10 clients and I want to do, um, my one client's worth a hundred grand and my other client's worth 50 grand. You might want to do a little bit and you, you, the bit small business owner, you want to do a little bit more for the hundred grand client. That's mm-hmm. fine. Or whatever, as a real estate agent, our average client might be like, might be somewhere between 3000 and 10,000 a year. I tell people in terms of appreciation, and this goes like a flat rule, whatever your client is worth to you net wise, like after your appreciation or after your taxes and insurance, retirement, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever the net number is to you, you should take about five to 10% of that Mm -hmm. and give it back to the client because without them, Mm -hmm. you have no business. That's where the accounting comes into play. You just figured it all out in your head. (laughs) So you are using your accounting background. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. There it is. It finally showed up. (laughs) (laughs) We guess it was worth 200 grand for that one sentence. (laughs) So... (laughs) So how did you come upon this um, as a business concept? Because like you said, there's other people out there doing it. And, you know, you know, frankly, a lot of my audience is, you know, producing many of those gifts items uh, for other people or for their customers or things. And, you know, a lot of people would say that market's saturated. So what did you see as the uh, differentiator for what you're doing? Yeah. And that's a great question. So I actually did a lot of research on this and I, there's one, there's not a company out there that will do personal personalization for an individual on an individual level. They'll do, Hey, look, we're going to buy 50 items from you. And all 50 items have to look the same. And these gifting companies are all thinking the same way. They're all thinking it's about the brand of the company buying it. It's not about the recipient. So they do gifting in a branding way where they're trying to buy 50, I don't know, books, or notebooks or whatever, they're going to send all these notebooks or tablets or whatever out to their clients, but they're all going to be branded with the company logo. So they're all going to be the same. And it's essentially that's swag. Swag stands for, I'll make it G-rated, stuff we all get. Right, exactly. That's what what swag stands for. 
when you're just giving away swag, that means nothing. So like what we do is like, you could send me an order of 25 of your best clients. And I say, okay, what do you want to do for this person? What do you want to do for this person? What do you want to do for this person? And we'll take care of all of that. Nobody does that. That's mm. hyper-personalized. Mm. So, and the other thing that we do that's different is we're affordable. Like I said, in, in our company mission statement, which you'll see on our website, like it literally says, we stand for the, the small business owners of the world, the mom and pop shops, the average Joes, and we make and we make ourselves accessible to them so that they can compete and exceed the um, the big corporations of the world in in the areas of client appreciation and gratitude. Mm -hmm. Because before my company exists, nobody has that access. Like right. you have to spend ten to twenty thousand dollars just for the consulting fee before you buy any gifts. Right. So I, you know, like I said before, I don't. I'm not ten or twenty thousand dollars to talk to. I'm. I don't upcharge the gifts. So mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm not trying to make money on the gifts as well. You pay me for the service and the consulting and the automation of it. Mm -hmm. And then you focus on going out and getting more business. I'll take care of your best people. Like literally so, that. So let's say I was a contractor and I had 25 great customers. So I could come to you and I'll say, here's my customers. Uh, I need some gift ideas. And mm -hmm. So your process is really the consultation piece of figuring out what's best for those customers, maybe based on some dialogue, maybe a little research or something. So every single one of those 25 gifts could be completely different. Could be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what it's a really a five-step process, really. Yeah. And that's on my website. So you could do, um, basically, you're going to come to, to me. We're going to get on a call. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, we're going to do a consultation call. Um, you're going to tell me a little bit about each client. And you might, again, you might get them all the same thing, but just personalized differently. Right. Um, and then we, we get on the consultation call. We'll, and then after the call, my team and I will put together, I guess, a plan for you. Then mm -hmm. we'll send it to you. You say yes, no, make a couple changes, eventually sign off on the plan. And then we execute the plan. We deliver everything to to your clients for you. Like obviously I'm going to need their addresses and stuff so I can get them to them. Right. Um, but then all you have to do really is just keep doing your your day-to-day -day basis. I do encourage my small business owners to make a call. Like I'm like, Hey, just so you know, they're going out this day. They're probably going to be in hand. The gift will be in hands. The in hands date is what we use to just, you know, that's when the client's going to get it. Right. Um, so I'd say like literally the day after the in hands date or the day or two days after you should make a phone call just because mm -hmm. that really helps it on the impact level. So like that right. way they came from you. Um, we try to be as invisible as possible. Like we don't send them a box that says appreciation advocate. Right. It says it's about, the small business owner and their relationship with their client. Like we are almost as invisible as possible. Like that's the whole right. thing. Right. That's that. So yeah, it's, it's pretty straightforward though. Like basically call consultation plan, plan approved execution. So when you talk personalization of a product, I mean, you know, let's say Cutco scissors, how do you personalize something like that? That's basically a, you know, a utility item, if you will. Um, so in that item, you like with, with scissors, you can just get their name engraved on it. Mm, so right. like, it would be like their last name engraved on the scissors or what's really cool. I've seen done. Um, I learned this from another Cutco sales rep. Uh, what I did is she, she actually had like one of those large butcher knives she was given to a client mm. and her client had like his favorite quote. She had his favorite quote engraved on the side of it, of the knife. So like, that's super cool and super personal. And it's like, no one else is going to have that knife. And it doesn't right. mean anything else to anyone else other than this one client she had. So I was like, right. that's a cool way to do this. Like, so like mm -hmm. that, that kind of personalization is the color. The color is always important. Like I, one time I personalized like, like speaker systems, like, you know, like, like a, like a Bose, like pill shaped speakers. Right. 
like I, I texted all my best clients when I was a real estate agent. I said, what are your favorite colors? And everyone's like, well, I don't know where you're going to Steve, but yeah, it's blue or whatever, or it's pink or it's yellow. And I had all of their last names, like, and like written on it in some cool form. And the, and it was, um, and, and their favorite color. And I, they all got different. They all got the same gift, but it was all very different. So one guy got like a blue and green and red one. Another a woman got a yellow and gray one. Like one had flowers on it. One had soccer balls on it. Like everything was so different personalized. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by personalized. Like it's just about the recipient and what they like. Now that's a very, uh, as opposed to a piece of cutlery, like a butcher knife. And I can really see if someone's really into cooking, that would be a super meaningful, yeah. Uh, whereas a speaker, it's got a shelf life, right? I mean, it's not lasting forever. Um, you know, technology tends to wear out. Do you, do you recommend a technology focused gift? Uh, not, or- not a ton, not a ton. Usually like I, it depends on what the technology is. So like in that case, the speaker, they typically will last a few years and make mm-hmm. a good, uh, a good impression. And, and plus some people only use them at, uh, at, at the, at the beach or when they go camping the one i bought them it was waterproof and very it was meant for being in a really rugged environment so it probably will last a little longer right and then because it's personal to them and they're probably going to be using it when they're hanging out with other people right people will see and be like yeah what that speaker is so cool where'd you get that oh my real estate agent gave it to me and there's no doubt i'm a conversation piece but your name's not on the speaker hidden. No, it. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not about me because that's a promotion at that point. Right. Not, I'm just saying that because there are people who would say, wow, that's I a know. missed opportunity. So you're really kind of going counterintuitive to the to that mentality. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because like, I mean, for me, like I even like the very stereotypical real estate agent gets like the buy like a cutting board for a house. I was a, a home buyer. will mm-hmm. buy a new house. The first time home buyer, you get them a cutting board. Mm-hmm. And, but it's got, you know, Steve Bazogany real estate expert Berkshire Hathaway or Remax or whatever on it. And it's like, you ruin the gift. Like no one wants <laughs> to see your stuff on there. But like, so what I did is I kind of put it up. I put like their name, I put mm-hmm. like their monogram on it with their last name, the address of the house they bought, the date they bought it. And it's all engraved onto the wood. And it's like, I get calls from clients. Like, actually I do have one post from a client on my website and it, she actually says like, I don't even want to use this to cut. I want to make sure I, I want to hang this on my walls. Right. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to ruin this. <laughs> So that's why we do that. So do you do work anything right now with, uh, with photographic type cut personalized products? Is that something you think there's a market for, for this type of thing? Yeah. So like, we're always looking for good vendors in any type of aspect. So like, and I know you have a good audience for that. So that you can, they can totally reach out to me if they have cool ideas for personalization and customization. Um, what we do like any kind of cool ideas, like even like for what you guys do, like, like doing something just off the top of my head, like, doing some kind of like cool family tree diagram or something like that would be mm-hmm. like a really cool way to mm-hmm. basically live inside someone's home for generations. Right. It'd be also like a cool way to be remembered all the time. Like, Oh, this is cool family tree diagram. And obviously right. you guys or your vendors or one of someone in your audience could build like the photos around it or whatever. Sure. Um, yeah, definitely. Or, or any other kind of, uh, you know, photographic display of some way that's like super cool, unique, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. That's super awesome. So I'm always open for that kind of stuff. So speaking of your website, what is the website and how can people uh, become directly involved with you? You can reach out to me. My phone number is actually at the bottom right corner of the website. So you can Mm -hmm. definitely reach out to me there. Or you can just go on the website and just opt in. Like there's a couple of opt-in buttons. Just Mm -hmm. send me a message on there. Uh, The website is uh, appreciationadvocate.com. It's a pretty straightforward. Well, that's great. I'm I, I'm really excited by this because I really think that is there at least for my audience, 
there's an opportunity to you know tap into this market and you know perhaps partner with you maybe not but it's yeah. you know it's with so many of them focused on the fourth quarter as their profit center they're always looking for other times of the year and other occasions for gift giving other than you know uh-huh. the usual mother's day father's day uh graduations and things like that so i just think you know this be this business to business market is potentially quite large yeah, I mean, hey, de- definitely call me either you know, if you want us to do business for your clients or if you want to be a potential vendor. Like, I will take any phone call that way. We're always <laughs> open to either one of those things. Awesome. Well, thank you, Steve, for your time. Best wishes on your venture and uh, have a great holiday season. No, you too, Gary. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www the deadpixelssociety.com.